With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're listening to this show, it probably means you're hungry for change and hungry for growth and ready to start building your life of success. Living your life of success is possible and this show can guide you to the mindset habits and routines that will let you build your life of success starting now with your host eric g reed good afternoon everybody and welcome to today's success life radio my name is eric reed i am your host and i am so glad you took time out of your busy schedule to pop in and join us for this success life live radio episode today i want to take a few minutes and talk to you about this idea of mindfulness. Now, so often, you know, there are buzzwords or culture words or words that seem to take up our Facebook social media. And mindfulness seems to be one of the words that's really popping in there lately. So I wanted to take a minute and explain a little bit about what it is and what it isn't, and then how we can begin to practice our mindfulness in our lives and uh, in our businesses even. So if you've got a minute, let's go ahead and pull out those notebooks, pull out those pen and papers, and get ready for today's lesson. So mindfulness, what is it? You know, some people are like, oh, is that meditation? No, mindfulness and meditation are different. Mindfulness is about being present in the moment. Meditation is about more creating a moment to become present. Now, I know that sounds like the same thing, only flip-flops, but let me give you an example. So meditation is where I set aside time in the day to go sit quietly with or without guiding, with or without music, and I simply breathe into that moment. I allow that moment to become stillness, and then I become present with myself. Mindfulness is, on the other hand, I can be involved in an activity with my kids, with my coworkers. Um, you know, with a stranger, with a project that's on my desk. And my mindfulness is about being present into that project, being present into that moment, not being distracted and pulled off task by a thousand and one things. And we all have that in this, this current culture of thousand and one distractions between emails and digital messages and, you know, our watches and our phones and our iPads and our computers and our kids and our bosses and our deadlines and all the things that go running 90 miles an hour through us, it's very easy for us to leap out of the moment and leap to somewhere else. I'll give you a perfect example. So I have a smartwatch and so I'll be sitting with my son and we'll be working on homework. And as much as I'm trying to be present working on, you know, third grade math, and I'm sitting there and we're connected. If my watch beeps or buzzes or flips or whatever, you know, it does to let me know. And I take just that moment and I turn my wrist to see what the message is, to see what the alert is about. I've detached from that moment with my son and moved into another moment. Now, it seems in, 
insignificant until you look at the reaction on my kid's face. He suddenly looks at me and goes, oh, dad's left the room. Now, I really haven't left the room, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I have. And even if for a moment. And so I'm no longer mindful or being mindful of the moment that I created by doing that homework. Now, the same thing happens in our desk you know, or in our daily work, you'll be working at your desk and you'll be on a project, on a project, do and do and do and in the flow, in the flow. And then boom, email alert pops up, text message alert pops up, a reminder, a buzzer, whatever. And we step out of that moment. And so each time we leave and come back and leave and come back and leave and come back from these moments, it begins to become exhausting. It begins to become stressful. And we start to lose that ability to focus over time. We sort of begin to program ourselves to not focus in because we know we're going to have to focus back out and come back in. And so what ends up happening is our productivity decreases. Our ability to, to finish tasks on time will decrease. Our stress level will go up. Our, our, our retention and, and our productivity begins to decrease. So how can we begin to move mindfulness back into our lives? How can we become more intentional about being mindful of the moments that we're in? Now, for me, sometimes it means putting my phone on airplane mode. Simply putting it on airplane mode so I'm not reminded and alerted throughout the day of certain events. The other thing I often do will take my work schedule and instead of blocking myself from 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock, I'll block myself from 9 to 9.50, knowing that that 10 minutes is my opportunity to detach. Sort of like if I work really well and really focused for the 15 minutes, then I know that I've got a 10-minute break. That's my get up, stretch, breathe, check my, like all the things that would normally annoy me. I push into that 10-minute break. I'll use a timer often when I have a project that I know I need to get done. And if I know going in, okay, I'm setting this timer for 45 minutes, whatever. And for the next 45 minutes, I will be present on only this. Or for the next 10 pages, I won't check my phone. For the next 20 pages, I won't check the email. Whatever it is, if I tell myself going in what the goal and what the deadlines are, my mind begins to settle in and say, okay, I can do this. I can do this. It's only 20 minutes. It's only 10 pages. It's only until the buzzer goes off. The other thing is maybe taking your desk throughout the day. And one of the things I love to do is cl clear my desk. Like when I start in the morning, it's pretty clean. You know, I've got a nice little stack over on my left side. And as I go throughout the day, it starts to move to the right side. But I'll pause and I'll actually schedule in throughout the day. Okay, time to declutter. Time to get everything off my desk. Organize it one more time and focus back in. Because even visual clutter becomes distracting, becomes stressful. Out of the corner of my eye, I'll see a piece of paper. I'll see a note. I'll see a book cover. And I'll start to think about it. When I'm working on my computer, I will often do a complete shutdown. I will close all my tabs, close all my windows, close all my applications, and restart just to clear that desktop, just to clear that visual clutter so that I don't easily get distracted. 
by those things going off. The other thing is so many people talk about being able to listen to the radio and work or watch TV and work or, you know, that they're not distracted. The truth is our mind, our brain is always seeking out information, always seeking out something. And so that TV playing in the background or the radio playing in the distance, your mind, your brain is searching out to that. And you may not be consciously aware of what's going on, but subconsciously that information is going in and it begins to pull you out. And if an alert or a buzzer or even a, you know, a catchphrase goes off, your mind leaps to that. And so close out those distractions, close out those things that start to pull you down. Um, I know we all feel we need to be attached to all our social media all the time, but the reality is you don't, you really don't. You could turn off the Wi-Fi and write an entire blog without it being connected and then boot up again. The other thing is about being mindfulness is sometimes we become so connected to the technology that becoming disconnected from the technology requires a great deal of work. Now I told you about my watch and my, you know, working with my son and now I've learned to take my watch off or shut it down or put the phone on airplane mode so it doesn't send a signal. But the other thing I've learned to do is when I get in the car, my radio is off and it stays off. And for the first mile, two miles, depending on the drive, it may stay off completely. There was a time that as soon as I got in my car, the radio would begin playing. I would become distracted by the radio and I wasn't communicating with the people in the car and I was trying to manage my cell phone and all of those things. I said, I need to find time to disconnect from all the media, all the noise, all the confusion, all the, the chaos that's occurring around me. And, and so just doing that simple thing of not having my radio automatically start, having my cell phone and my iPad and my other technology outside of my bedroom. So I have a few minutes to really connect to myself physically and mentally and spiritually. Taking time to be present in the moment is what mindfulness is. And so, you know, it can be as simple as being in the shower and washing your hair and, you know, just feeling the warmth of the water cover over you and as you massage your scalp and, you know, feeling that relaxing instead of rushing through it. As you're, you're walking, you know, across the parking lot from your car to the office and feeling the sun and the wind and noticing the, the, the scent of springtime in the air, being mindful in the moment looking for things that you can connect with. And it begins to become a practice where maybe for the first time, it takes you a minute or two and then monkey brain, as I call it, takes over and you start to, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? Okay, fine. You accomplished a minute. You accomplished two minutes. Now let's try and stretch it to three. Let's stretch it to four. Let's stretch it to two or three times a day. Let's find places where we can create mindful habits. You know, one of the things that I love are those coloring books that are the Mandela patterns where you just sit and color, you know, the abstract shapes and designs. Be creative. Take a place where you can find yourself creative and focus in on that. There was a time that I was in a very, very stressful business and career and um, because of the stress, I was seeing a therapist and we were talking about it. And what I began to realize was that the job that I was doing didn't really have a beginning, middle and end. 
It, it was always open, always changing, always going. It was just one of those things that you really never got to see the end of it. It was just the nature of the beast, so to speak. And so my mind was always attaching to these open-ended things, these unfinished projects, this stuff that was always being like the to-do list that would never be finished. And so it was recommended that I find a hobby or a project or something that it could have a beginning, middle, and end, something that I could physically see from beginning to finish and become mindful and present in that. She suggested needlepoint. I kind of laughed, but I thought, okay, I don't have a better answer right now, so I'll take up this thing called needlepoint and went to the hobby store and bought this little needlepoint kit. It was nothing large, probably about the size of a coaster, if I remember right. But I remember that why I was doing that, the only thing I could focus on was the skill that I had never done before and learning to do it and learning to do it well and being present with it and then seeing it bit by bit begin to complete itself and more and more begin to look like something that could actually be something and then seeing it finished and framed and keeping it in my office to remind myself that things do have beginning and middle and ends, but also about taking time to be mindful and be present and one of the easier ways to do that sometimes is by taking on a project that you've never done, a hobby, a skill, a t something that's outside of your normal pattern. Because in doing something that you're not familiar with, you have to be present, you have to be conscious, you have to be looking at it in order to be successful. So I mentioned the other day that if you're going to the gym and you've always just you know done the treadmill, same time, same way, everywhere, every day, Change it up to the cycling class. Change it up to, you know, a rowing class. Change it up to something else where you have to test yourself in a new way. In testing yourself in a new way, you're going to become mindful of your behavior and of your patterns and of your breathing and of all kinds of things, and it will connect you to that moment. The purpose of being mindful or having mindfulness is about connecting to the moment that you're in and drawing out of it as much as you can. It's about living fully engaged, being fully intentional in the life that you're living. Because the past is the past and the future hasn't been decided until you complete the moment you're in. But in this hectic, chaotic, stress-filled world, we begin to try and leap into the future and connect from the past. And we're always racing out of the here and now. When in fact, the only thing that we have control over, the only thing that we have any real ability to influence is the present moment. So I ask you, how are you going to begin to practice mindfulness in your life? How are you going to begin to move into a position where you look at the moment, you look at the place that you're at, you look at the people you're connected to, the projects that you're doing and say, okay, how can I be here now? And as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that I do before I begin any project or any event like this. I'll sit down and I'll say, okay, here now, here now, here now. And I'll just keep repeating it till I begin to feel settled in the here and the now. Because when I am here and when I am now, I'm drawing out the very best that this moment has. I'm able to pull from it the richest, deepest experiences. 
And isn't that what living is all about? Isn't that what we want from our lives? Isn't that what we strive for in this journey of success is to live at the highest level possible and the moments that we're given? So I encourage you, take time out today to figure out where you're being pulled out of, of mindfulness and how to put it back in. Take time today to just breathe. As you're sitting listening to a conversation, listen to the words of the person speaking to you. Look at them in their eyes. Read their facial expression. Scan their body language. Be present for them. Don't try and leap into your answers or how soon is this conversation going to be over, where you're going to go when this is done, or how you're going to manipulate this into something that you need. No, slow down, breathe in, take this fully in. It's yours. You are entitled to this moment. When you're sitting with your kids and you're at the dinner table, don't think about how quickly you can get up and get to the TV to watch you know, the next episode of Game of Thrones or whatever. Be present with your kids. Be present with the people at the table. Engage in the conversation. Disconnect from the phone. Disconnect from technology. When you're at your desk and you're working on a writing project or you're working on something, disconnect from Facebook, social media, Twitter, whatever, Instagram. Turn off the alerts. Put your best effort into it. Schedule yourself accordingly that you can make sure that you're present for the things you need to be present for. And when you feel yourself leaping into the future or thinking about the past, you know, and you're trying to predict what's going to happen next and all of that chaos monkey brain begins to take over, just breathe in for a moment and go, here and now, I am at my best here now. I am at my best here now. The quality of life will improve dramatically. You'll begin to feel more like you. You'll begin to experience life at a higher level. You'll begin to become fully engaged in the life that you're living. And that's what living a life of success is all about. So become a little more mindful, all right? It's not just a buzzword. It's not just the current trend. It's a style of life that will reward you over and over and over again. So I appreciate you joining me for today's Success Life Radio. Again, my name is Eric Reed. I'm a coach and a speaker and your host for this. If you should need me, simply find me through social media at ericgreed.com. Love to connect with you. Take a moment and leave a comment below. Like, follow, share all the things you know you're supposed to do on social media so that we know that you're out there. And until we get together next time, go out and live your life of success. It is yours and you are fully worthy of it, my friend, fully worthy of it. You've reached the end of another episode of the Success Life Live with your host, Eric G. Reed. Remember to stay connected with us at ericgreed.com for updates on events and teaching. Till next time, go out and live your life of success. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.